Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Corey, how are you doing today? I am fabulous. Thanks, Melissa, for asking. We hope you all are feeling fabulous, too. Look, we are both sitting in our closets on our ironing boards, and it's probably going to start squeaking like I'm laying on a daybed in here at any moment because this is as professional of a studio space as we get, but we are convinced that magic can be made anywhere, so we're just rolling with it. (laughs) And if my dogs bark, I'm just going to apologize. I have already had a nice little talk with them and ask them for just a few minutes of quiet. Okay. Well, they are bad and they will barely listen, so we're just going to see what happens. You guys, today's podcast episode is brought to you by us at the Business Reboot. Um, We have a Business Reboot Mastermind that is opening. A cart is opening from October 3rd through 7th for an early bird special to receive $50 off per month. Our regular cart is going to open October 8th and close at the end of that month. This mastermind is going to be a really, really powerful six full months of mindset and strategy work aimed at helping you grow your business, align yourself with purpose, make more money and have more time building a life that you love. You can find out more about our mastermind at www.businessrebootforcreatives.com. And we hope that you guys will join us. It's going to start at the beginning of the year and it's going to be just such a good time, a time of growth, time of strategy. We can't wait. Yes. And we also, Melissa, have a couple of great, um, you know, uh, extras for um, people that go ahead and jump in with us before before cart closes. Yeah, we can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Just connect with us through our website or you can hit us up in the DMs of our Instagram at Business Reboot. We love it. Okay, today's episode is going to be a really good one, something that we have had to do a whole lot over the last year, and that is reverse engineering. Reverse engineering your budget in your business, uh, booking more clients because you're helping them reverse engineer, being able to pay for your services. Uh, We love this topic, and uh, it is really funny how when you start, uh, what, what is the... What, what you call it, Han, where when you see cognitive dissonance, where when you start talking about it, then all of a sudden you see it everywhere. If you get a red car, then everybody has a red car. And you're like, the white minivan, once you buy it, you see it in like a thousand parking lots. Okay. Who buys a white minivan? No, that is too much dirt. I can see the dirt everywhere. I can see it everywhere. Anyway, so we we want to talk to you guys today about reverse engineering. And we want to start by discussing like two different ways that I mentioned, which is using it to help you reach the goals that you have in your business. Um, And then the other is to help clients reach you and pay for your services by helping them understand and execute reverse engineering themselves. Um, So So Corey, tell me a little bit about your experience with the reverse engineering, because I know that in your coaching programs, um, for those of you that don't know, Corey has a coaching program for photographers where she's helping them set up, create, and really like run wild with their photography businesses, as well as um, host a branding course. And so you talk a lot about reverse engineering there. Um, Tell me just a little bit about your experience with, with that and the clients that you're working with. 
Absolutely. So when we talk about reverse engineering, and I have worked through a lot of this in my own business over the years, as well as helping my coaching clients work through this in their own businesses. So some of the things you might be looking at, well, what does what does that mean? What, what would I need to reverse engineer? Maybe you are looking at a new space. Maybe you're a photographer and you want to open up a, a studio. Okay, well, how are you going to pay for that? Maybe it's new gear. Maybe you're looking at outsourcing. Maybe you're a coach and you're saying, I need a VA. Maybe you're a real estate agent and you're like, I think I need somebody to help me with some paperwork. Work. Uh, so, how maybe there's a conference or a retreat that you want to go to, maybe a coach that you need to hire uh, to help you move to the next step, maybe there's equipment, education, all the things. So, basically, one of the ways that I did this in my own business, and it's a really funny story, I wanted to go to LA to a conference and I was determined. I was determined that I was going to get there. And um, like, can I say, come hell or high water, I was going to be there. You're going to so, get an E put next to our name, girl. She done said hail. We're going to be listed as explicit. Okay, go ahead. And that's one of my lovely phrases, but. <laughs> it's one of her love languages. <laughs> Well, you know what? I used to have a tagline in my Instagram bio that was like, um, I love Jesus, but I swear a little. So I mean, like, that's the real story. That's what you're going to get. There will be some words. However, um, I was determined I was getting to LA. (laughs) So I was like, okay, so how am I going to pay for this? So I decided that I didn't have a budget for it at the moment. I mean, hello, how many times do you want something in your business? And you're like, oh, shoot, I don't think I accounted for that. Um, And some people run a business without even a budget. (laughs) I mean, like, raise your hand if that's you, because you know it happens. Raise your uh, hand and, and don't lie is what we're saying, <laughs> because we've all be done truthful. it. Jesus is watching. Be truthful. You know you've done it. Um, but basically, I just decided, put it out on social media and be like, look, I'm coming to the West Coast. Who is in California that would love to shoot with me while I'm there? Like, I just call it manifesting, call it, call it praying, whatever. you. I did all the things to get there. And somebody said, yes, actually, I would love to do a branding shoot. To be honest, I think it was one of my very first branding shoots that I did. And this was, oh gosh, four or five years ago. I, I'm Who knows at this point, it all you know blurs together. Um, but basically that one shoot was for a lady who owns, um, she actually owns a couple of companies now, but she owned a wine company. And I went out, she rented a beautiful Airbnb space up in the hills above LA. And I shot there and that literally paid for my entire trip. Um, the conference. And then I actually had a couple of extra days that I drove down the coast and stayed with a friend, excuse me, who was living um, in Southern California at the time. And so I reverse engineered that to make sure that it could happen. I knew it was a great investment for my business. I knew that it was also going to be a great investment work-wise because I was getting experience and the money that I was making was paying for that adventure and that education. So sometimes we just have to put it out there, know what you want, and then figure out a way, reverse engineer that to make sure that um, you have the money to do it. Absolutely. And in your business, you're going to need upgrades. You're going to need, you know, new software. You're going to need, you know, to account for things like inflation. Hello, we are living in the land of inflation. And every day it feels like uh, news articles come out and they're like, it's only 8% inflation this month or whatever. And I'm like, okay, so um, let this just be a little small PSA that if you have not uh, revamped your pricing in the year 2022 to reflect any of that inflation, uh, ma'am, it's time. It's really time because this this um, is your sign. Let this be your sign because everything else is uh, costing more money. Gas is costing more money. 
like that means your time is costing more money because you're absorbing the prices that are increasing. And so unfortunately, like sometimes you do have to pass that on to your clients. And so, um, you know, when it comes to things that you're going to need in your business, uh, very few things have maintained the same price that they had in 2020 or 2019. So it does take you thinking a little bit more intentionally about the things that you need in your business and then figuring out how to get that. It's a, I give this example a lot. Um, because say you're trying to save a thousand dollars, okay? Uh, it is really easy to have one of two trains of thoughts. One is um, I just earned a hundred dollars. Now I only need nine hundred. I just earned another hundred dollars. Now I only need eight hundred. And taking those small chunks, uh, which we recommend doing, to creating a stockpile of money that will pay for this thing that you need. But then there are other people who go, well it's only $300. It's not my full thousand. So I'll just wait until I get the thousand. And they're wanting to like take care of things in chunks like that. And that is just not super effective. It is not super effective for helping you be able to reach the goals that you have. If you're looking to hire a business coach, um, you're looking to hire someone like me, who's a confidence coach, that's helping you get your feet grounded in your business. Um, so that you're like, head and heart and everything is aligned in what you're doing so that a, a coach is helping you to um, think broader and to niche down and all the things that business coaches help you with, right? Say you're looking to hire someone um, and you go, I can't afford this in my monthly budget. Well, it is a time for you to reverse engineer some numbers to say, what would I have to add to what I'm doing to create the revenue needed to add this service in because it's going to elevate everything that you do. And so um, we just really believe that sometimes it is about taking what you need, breaking it down into much smaller chunks and then chasing those chunks. It's like eating an elephant in one bite, right? Is that what the saying right. is? Um, sure. Which, we'll, which is we'll kind of gross. I hate, I hate <laughs> that. I'm like, I'm not cutting an elephant up. I have no. big feels about that, <laughs> but, but nothing else seems appropriate in that context. Um, but you don't, you don't take the elephant in one bite, right? You're just going to break it down into small micro chunks. And so if hearing words like reverse engineering sounds super complicated, just look at it like that. Like we're just piecing together parts to make one big hole, which will be the goal that we're reaching to get there. And then the other thing that you can do with reverse engineering is to help your clients figure out how to pay for your services. Um, also, just as one caveat, because Corey is actually really good at this. She walks through this in her coaching um, for photographers where she is helping them uh, figure out exactly how to to get their clients to be able to afford to work with them. Um, in business, this is where we both feel very strongly that you want to give your clients access points to you. And so if there's something that you're doing that's not affordable for everybody, maybe create something that's a smaller ticket item that will still give them access to you, but not at that super high price point or not at not at whatever price point is the largest investment. Um, but also let's kind of step back really quick because I think a lot of times when people think of having to budget for something, it's because it's expensive. And there is this really like negative connotation with that word. I remember being in the wedding industry and when I first started going to a wedding that I was shooting that was, um, I don't know, it was like a midday Saturday afternoon. And this DJ came up to me and she said, um, you know, introduced herself. She was very nice and everything. And she said, well, how long have you been in business? And I said, about a year. And she said, well, what are you charging? Now, mind you, at the time I was charging like $500 to shoot a wedding. Mm -hmm. So basically I was paying to be there. Yeah, um, but, but, but I thought I was, I was making it right there. So nobody could tell me. 
<laughs> but so, um, so she says to me, she was like, well, what do you charge? And I told her and she said, oh, well, that'll change. And I remember like flames shooting out of my ears and my eyeballs. I was so offended. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> That'll change. What if it doesn't change? And so, um, but it was just very funny because I was like, I want to be affordable to everybody. I want everybody to have access to good photography. And did that idea change? No, it didn't. But did my price point change? Mm-hmm, really? She was right, which made me just super annoyed that she was right. But it's because expensive is just something that you have to invest in, right? If you go to to Target and you buy, um, okay, this is going to age me, but what ifs? Um, they're probably coming back. It's fine. Do you remember those Birkenstocks that were like kind of like the dome toe? They were like curved. Yes. They were closed toe. You wore them in the winter. Well, like I remember. Slides or, um, yeah, there were slides, right? Or whatever you call them. Yeah. Something, right. Um, but they were like 10 bucks at Target or Walmart. And I remember every like five months, every four months for like years, replacing those for 10 bucks a piece. Um, when really I could have just went and spent the $70 on the actual um, Birkenstock version of that shoe. And it would have lasted. I know people that still have them and we are a lot of days old. And so um, it's like, don't let the word expensive feel icky, feel dirty. Expensive just means it requires an investment. Okay. Um, and then that's where being able to help your clients reverse, reverse engineer their budgets so that they can afford you will end up leading you to more bookings. Right. Well, and I'm going to pick up right there. And then I'm going to talk about how I helped a client recently reverse engineer some things in her own pricing, but talking about helping clients. So I typically work or I have in the past still working with high school seniors quite a bit. And what's really funny is that, um, and I think that this is something for all of us in business to remember, is that when somebody asks, like reaches out on email or DM, or we, we've already talked about doing business in our DMs, but a lot of times that's the connection point. That's where they're going to find you and have that initial contact with you. And then when you ask for their email and you start that email communication, sometimes it's best just to hop on a phone call with them. Because what I have found in my own personal experience at this point in business and where my price point is, is that if I can hop on the phone and explain some things or answer some things versus just sending out my pricing guide and brochure, um, that tends to lead to a lot more success because they get to hear my heart about why I do what I do. And they get to hear me explain the experience and the steps that I'm going to take to serve them really well and capture this amazing point and special moment. Once in a lifetime, are you ever going to be a high school senior? And so, you know, they get to hear all of those details and that helps them feel good about investing, you know, their money and their time and their energy into hiring me for high school senior portraits. It's like that for any service that you're offering. But I think if we can get back to hopping on a phone call, a discovery call for those of you who are coaches or, um, you know, any business that you're in, if you can hop on the phone with somebody and really explain that, because here's what I found. When I started doing some price comparison, you know, we all know that high school seniors, a lot of times they'll do portraits at the school. And in our local area, if you actually break it down and look at what they are getting in those packages versus what I offer, the price point, if you're comparing apples to apples, is actually very, very similar. But Corey, not- do, you, do you sell pictures by the sheet? <laughs> People used to call and say, how much do you charge per sheet? And I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I do get that question from time to time. Um, and so I just, you know, politely explain that, that that's not a thing. 
from my um, professional lab. But really and truly, when you start doing an apples to apples comparison, and then they realize like, well, dang, and I'm going to say this because I had three high school seniors. And whenever it was time for me to order cap and gown and drape pictures, I was like, holy heck, that's the same amount that I am actually charging. If you look at you know the packages I offer and compare it to to the package and the experience they're getting is with me hair and makeup and you know a two hour on location multiple location session like all the things you're not getting that in the high school gym and so when I have an opportunity to explain that to my clients they're just they can see the value then and what I'm offering so when you talk about reverse engineering I also offer you know payment plans to where I can break it up into two or three payments to help it to help them um, feel better about that price point and make it more manageable. So that's another option that you can always do. Um, so the other thing that I helped recently with a client, uh, coaching client, was looking at tiering your packages, looking at having three ways that clients can work with you, or three price points to where maybe you do have that mini session price point that you offer every quarter or twice a year, or you know periodically. And then you have, or just in your regular packaging, you have, you know, a, a one-off, like if you're a coaching, um, uh, if you're a, a business coach, maybe you have like a one-time coaching call price, but then maybe you have, you know, a three-month container, a six-month container. Um, those are different tiered prices. And so you have levels of investment that people can make um, in your business to get your services. And so helping um, the photographers I've worked with recently see how that can be so impactful in your business. And it gives people multiple ways to work with you and to fit it into their budget. Um, and then you have to also just realize that you might not be for everybody and that's okay. And that's hard for those of us who especially lead our businesses with our heart and have a servant's heart in this. Um, but we also have to remember that we also are, you know, taking care of our families and running a business. And those things do cost money. Absolutely. And I also have found too, real quick before I, I will forget this, Melissa knows me. Um, I mean, just say I, it because if you don't write it down, it's going to go away. Listen, my life is <laughs> run by sticky notes and who sometimes I lose them and then, then my life doesn't run. Um, but I will also say that um, sometimes what I have found is that when I am, I have more ability to serve in ways that I want to give back to the community, or I have a client that um, needs some extra help, or whatever the case may be, when I am charging uh, what I know I need to charge to run my business, it gives me that bandwidth of serving in ways that present themselves that if I am charging, um, you know, lower price points, you don't have that bandwidth because you're constantly working, 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 working just to keep up. And you're not, as we're talking about, reverse engineering so that you actually have bandwidth to serve in areas that actually need you. Absolutely. We have a whole pricing episode that's coming up very mm -hmm. soon that's going to talk to you about the reason that you set your prices, where you set them is so that you can have the flexibility and the freedom to uh, be as generous as you possibly want, which is just like my favorite thing. I will say that this, um, the reverse engineering things for your own business uh, sounds like it's applicable to everybody, but reverse engineering your clients' budgets to afford you does not necessarily apply to everybody. If you're in real estate, there's no way that you can just get rid of right. your two and a half, three and a half percent. But <laughs> what you can do is um, work on things that will um, help you with your mindset here. And this is just another piece that we want to introduce um, here because like you heard in the ad that I so eloquently recorded <laughs> beginning of this podcast. I am living my dream right now. I have always wanted to be a radio host and I just want you to know I am running. It's like 
what is it? KTTY Bayside. Yeah. Like uh-huh. I am saying by the bell right now. <laughs> I love it. Um, anyway, but, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And now back to you, Ross. So, um, I, <laughs> but, but one thing that, that is important and that we have added into our mastermind that we're going to be launching it actually, um, the cart will be closing at the end of October for that. Um, but we're not starting until the beginning of January because of a couple reasons. One, we want people to be able to enjoy their holidays and not be bombarded with shoulds and coulds and need tos in the midst of spending time with their family. Our entire business model is built on living the life that you're working so hard for. And so we didn't think it would be fair to start something that was going to be so interruptive to holidays. Um, And then the other thing is uh, you're also spending your money on all these holiday things. And so we wanted people to be able to have that money in their pockets and Go ahead and pre-book a mastermind so that at the beginning of the year, you're coming in, there is nothing that you're paying over the months of the holiday, and you are then starting January and it's already been paid and you don't actually have to start paying again until February. So um, we're doing all that, but a huge component of that is going to be strategy and mindset work. And just like I mentioned about how the word expensive needs to be... um, removed from our minds as a negative. Um, I think we also have to be very conscientious of entrepreneurial poverty. And Corey and I were listening to a podcast about this. Was it, was this John A. Cuff that we were talking? It probably to? was because we yeah. adore John We Cuff. just love that man. He is a good one. Um, but it was talking about entrepreneurial poverty. And here's the thing is like, you have the opportunity to be the person who is like brave enough to figure out exactly what you want and exactly what you need in your business. And um, just a little background story about myself is I grew up really poor. It was me and my mom. She was a single mom. She had me at 16. My whole life, she has worked tirelessly to provide for us to be able to um, help me get through high school. And then I went on to college. I graduated college. I started a business. Like it is, it, it was just me and her and times were really tough. There were times too, where, um, you know, you kind of look at it and go, okay, um, we have been so pinching money, um, pinching pennies, as I like to say, <laughs> or pinching, pinching pennies. Um, I had a client who used that phrase and it was so cute because she's very Southern. And she would say, I just am tired of pinching pennies. And I was like, yes, we are. We are tired of that. Um, but we, you know, it's like sometimes the, um, lights might be cut off, but we did just get back from vacation. And so it's like, you had to figure out where you were going to spend your money. Was it going to be on experiences or needs? And I will say that, that when you have experienced a lack of your needs being taken care of, whether it be your own doing like through your business, um, if you're neglecting things that need to be upgraded, say it's photographer, maybe it's new camera, or new lens. If you are neglecting things, say your um, a business coach, but you don't have uh, an office that you're working in and you've been setting up shop on an iron board in your closet. Well, it might be time for you to invest <laughs> in an actual desk. Okay. I'm just, I will listen to this myself in my car on my way to the store one day to do this. Um, or say you're a hairdresser, you know, you own a salon and people are showing up and your hair dryers are bobo and nothing works. It's like not, it's not a good look. Right. And so um, we want people to, to, understand that like meeting our wants is one thing, but meeting our needs can feel like another. And so to get out of entrepreneurial poverty, it's like you have to be thinking forward just a little bit more. And in order to do that, you can start reverse engineering the things that you need now. um, And it allows you to have this like future scope view on your business. I don't know if that was an actual phrase, future scope. I just made that up. 
trademark. Sure, we'll count it. Go ahead. (laughs) Boggle, Scrabble, I just got 11 points. Um, (laughs) But so, but it allows you to have this, this um, like futuristic thinking, like you're already planning for what's next. And I think that one thing that traps so many entrepreneurs is that we get so caught up in making sure the day-to-day functions the way that it does, that we don't get our, we don't allow ourselves to think far enough ahead to know that we need to, to engineer some cash to get some things done. Right. A hundred percent. And you know, too, I was reading recently and I've done this in my own business, not I was reading a while back, but I've done this in my own business, kind of the 50, 30, 20 rule and looking at in business and you can apply this to personal finances. You can apply. And believe me, I am no, I am no expert. I am no coach on this. We are but very I, wealthy. All of, we're so wealthy in spirit. And we have, <laughs> in spirit. We have a, we have like a lot of wealth in spirit. That caveat, <laughs> you listen, I'm just, I'm, I'm resourceful. We're going we're gonna to say that. <laughs> Right. I will, I will figure stuff. Oh, we have two. Look, my daughter counts whenever Corey's on speakerphone <laughs> in my car. Corey will say, what the hell? And Reese will look at me and she'll hold up her finger and go, that's one. That's one and Corey. she's counting Miss Corey's in the car. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> yes. So she is. Um, I will figure it out. But the 50, 30, 20 rule basically is, and there's a whole like, educate you can just google it you'll you'll find a lot of great resources but the 50 is like i'm going to keep 50 percent in my business to a pay bills b to invest in my business for future education purposes new gear new whatever and then the 30 is my um it's called like profit first i'm going to keep that for my profit and then 20 percent is going to pay my taxes and to do all the things to 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 be right with the Absolutely. lord and the government but <laughs> Like you got to do the thing, but, and, and save that money. And you know what? I'm going to say this too. Um, there was a year when I, we owed some tax, um, some tax money and my, my tax preparer called and was like, well, I've got good news and bad news. I'm like, Oh, I don't want any bad news. She said, well, you know, there's a little bit that needs to be paid at the end of the year. You, you made too much money. And I was like, well, guess what? I have, she's like, so I need to know how you want to set that up. I was like, well, I'll just write a check. She was like, you, you're just going to write a check? I said, yeah, it's in my business account. And so I then told my husband and he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, but because you have a wife who has prepared, I can just write a check for that because that money's sitting in my business account because I put it in there every year. So anyway, but going back to reverse engineering, that's one of those things that if you are putting that money aside, let's just say 50% of your earnings, what you're bringing in, then you have that money to decide and tell it where it's going to go to further your business along. And like Melissa said, when she said long range, our future scope, is that what she said? Future scope? Yeah, that, look at that. Trademark. Look at you. Trademark that. So <laughs> I, I when she said that, it initially like sparked the idea of um, being a former educator, like your scope and sequence. So we have daily lesson plans. We might have a, a monthly theme that we're working on, but then you also have a long range plan plan, your scope and sequence. What is your year going to look like? And as business owners, a lot of times we break that down into quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. And what what's the one education piece you want to invest in this year? Um, we're going to, you know, definitely recommend our mastermind because we think that that is going to be an amazing place for all of us to reboot our businesses come January. Um, but, you know, where are you looking at making those educational um, investments? Where are you looking at making those gear or space investments in your business? And tell that money that you're bringing in where it's going to go, where it's going to go and do its work versus it just coming in and you immediately just shoo it out the door on things that maybe you hadn't really put a lot of thought into. 
Right. And uh, I'm not the one. My accountant knows that I break out in hives every December 31st at like January 1st at 12.01 a.m. I'm sweating only because not not because I don't have the money, but because I just uh, I'm pretty certain I'm going to get carted off to prison um, <laughs> during tax season. And he's always like, "You're this is a little dramatic. And I'm like, well, live my life, Chad. Live my life, Chad. Just <laughs> see. Uh, anyway, it is very funny. But um, also, I need you to know that I held myself back from um, singing, songing a lot of the things that you were just saying, because I have a theme song for everything that runs in my head. And as you were like quarter one, I was like, one, two, three. But I mean, I could have we could have done this. We could have done this. <laughs> so good. But just I'm this, I'm doing whole, this, <laughs> this whole podcast is really about having a view of what you need in your business and figuring out how to make it happen. Um, my coach, she'll tell me, she'll be like, you don't need to figure it out. You already have a plan. And that is where we can help you. If you feel like you don't have a plan for what's next in your business, if you feel like you're struggling, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling stagnant, you guys, please head to our website at businessrebootforcreatives.com. Check out our mastermind. Um, we have a lot of free education resources here with our podcast and on our website and Instagram feed at Business Reboot. Um, but we would love to have you join us in January for this mastermind. Um, I think it's just really important for us when we're looking at our budgets, when we're looking at booking new clients, that part of the service that we offer is helping them figure out how to work with us. And can we just take like two snaps and a clap to say thank you that there are people who want to work with us that we're having to help figure out how to make it happen. Like that is so cool. And you guys running a business can be full of so many ups and downs, so many like criticisms and so many hard things. But we have another episode coming up soon that's going to be all about running an actual freedom in your business. And um, and I just will say that when you take the time to look at your business budget, no matter how scared of numbers you are, <clears throat> me who hasn't past a statistics class ever. I literally took four, four stat classes at the University of Georgia. And finally I was like, can I just give you a check and you'll just give me another D and we can call it what it is. And they were like, you've only spent 10 grand on this one class that you can't pass. So I guess. And I was like, thanks so much. Um, you get so, you get I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Um, and so like, I hate numbers. I hate um, because I feel insufficient when I look at the money, but exactly what Corey said is right. And I've got a couple of people who have helped, um, you know, just really shift my view on the money that our businesses are bringing in um, to, to where I go, okay, this is, this is good. Now we get to tell it where to go. And when you're reverse engineering your budget or you're helping clients figure out how to pay for you, you're essentially just being the boss of the money that you have and helping them control the money that they have too. So thank you guys so much for joining us on today's episode. We would love to connect with you again through our Instagram at Business Reboot. You can catch us in the DMs. You can go to our website at www.businessrebootforcreatives.com. And I hope you guys have an awesome day. Yeah, we'll be chatting with you next week. 